everyone. Welcome back to the Wild Room Podcast. This is episode 11. This week's episode is a lovely conversation with my friend Veronique Marriott. Veronique and I have been friends since high school, and it was really fun and cool to get her on here. Um, she just gave birth to her second son. She's named Bodhi, and that happened since we've recorded this episode. Veronique had home births with both of her sons and was the first person I ever knew to have one. It's never really a question for her to do things any differently. We talk all through that in this episode, why she chose home birth, and really it was a question of why she would never choose to do a hospital birth. She totally trusts the process of birth and believes that she's able and meant to do it as she has. I've always admired this outlook. It's rare for a young person to have felt this way from the get-go, and it inspired me to really pursue being a doula. I wanted to go to a home birth. They seemed so cool, and especially after hearing her tell me about the birth of her first son, Sebastian, it just it seemed so incredible and so natural, and I just really wanted to, to see one and be a part of it. Um, we talk about her pregnancy and how she's put a lot of intention in making it exciting and appreciating the whole process. We talk about other people's judgment and discomfort with her situation and how she's built this incredibly nourishing community of women around her through it all. And Veronique is somebody I feel like who's always had that, and that's always been so cool to see, to see women really banding up with each other and, and lifting each other up and, and seeing her raised in that sort of environment, I just think has been so wonderful. Um, she's done this really great project throughout her pregnancy, using Instagram to document and process the experience at least once weekly. Um, it's been a really, really beautiful thing to witness, and she's continuing to do it too as she's moving into parenting number two, and it's really cool. Um, I'll link her Instagram in the show notes so everybody can check it out. Um, Veronique is an incredible mother, um, really inspiring to see. Over the years, it's just become more and more clear that that's exactly what she's meant to be doing. She's a wise and strong woman and mother, and I'm so happy she'll be passing that on to these beautiful boys. We need more, more moms doing that for these, for these uh, young men growing up in the world. Um, we dive right into the conversation, so just a little context. Um, Vera has been in school throughout her pregnancy, and the ending of that lined up perfectly with her being full term. So we had this conversation right after she finished with everything and got to be in a way more like luscious, relaxing place with her pregnancy. Um, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for listening. crazy that it's just totally lined up with your pregnancy yeah I being know, in school <laughs> how has that been um <clears throat> it had its ups and downs for sure yeah um because it was it was just like emotionally was one thing and then physically like another thing right um, so I feel like it had its challenges, but, um, yeah, and at this point I did it and that was what was important to me. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Standing. Standing was really hard. Yeah. And you're probably on your feet the whole time, right? Right. So, or it's like, I don't, I, like once they, 
like with Seb, my feet never swelled, but this time they swelled a lot. And it's like once they start swelling, even if you're sitting down, they're still down. So you have to totally be able to like put them up. And I just didn't have that chance all the time. Right. That's so tough. It's not yeah. easy. <laughs> how how has this pregnancy been? Um, it's been different. <laughs> everyone's, yeah. everyone's like, oh, the second pregnancy is way different. And like, it is. Um, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> uh, but I wonder, like, okay, now being done with school, I think all of that was really, uh, like, exaggerated by school. Because... I feel better now than I did for, like, the majority of my pregnancy. And I feel like a lot of it is just because, like, I can take a lot more time. Um, but, yeah, I don't, like, physically just, like, way more uncomfortable, I would say. I didn't expect that. Um, just, like, a lot more sort of, like, cramping. Like, I feel more sensitive the whole time. So I wasn't really, I didn't anticipate that somehow. Like, with Seb, it was really easy. Oh, really? Yeah. I just, like, I felt good the whole time with Seb. Like, I didn't have any, nothing was complicated. Like, maybe I was more nauseous. I guess that, like, I was sensitive to that or, like, I'd wake up and first thing before I did anything, pretty much getting out of bed for most of the pregnancy, I had to just, like, eat something right away. Like, it was, I probably had morning sickness till, like, four and a half, five months with Seb. And then. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, that was longer. And then, like, at the end, the last month or so, I just remember being really sensitive if I wasn't eating enough, which, like, hasn't been, that hasn't been as intense, but everything else was more intense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, which is easier. <laughs> so, but you haven't really been sick this time around? Not the same way. Like, I was a little bit in the mornings in the beginning, um, which was like rough, you know, to like on those days where you still have to get up and go to school. It's like you w like I would wake up and like throw up and then try to get back together and still make it to school on time. Um, oh man. <laughs> that part's like not that much fun, but it wasn't like with Seb, it was like throughout the day more or like I really realized with him that like if I didn't want to eat something, I couldn't. I couldn't just be like, oh, I'll eat that to be polite. Like, we were living with his dad's family, so... And I just, like, don't want a ton of meat. Um, yeah. Like, I have to really want it to want to eat it. And so sometimes they would cook meat, and I just, like, wouldn't be... Whatever it was, like, steak, pork, I just wouldn't really be into it. But I'd, like, eat a little to be polite, and because that's what they ate. Like, we they made for dinner, so, like, why wouldn't I eat? Right. And, like, any time I did that, I would throw up. So... With Seb, it was much more getting sick throughout the day. Like, this, that didn't happen this time. But I also could do whatever I wanted. <laughs> so, <laughs> I How do you mean you could do whatever you wanted? Like, it was just, I guess I you, you weren't in school, right? I feel like guys, yeah, well, that and, like, I feel like guys, guys, because they don't have, like, control over the whole pregnancy thing, I feel like... Um, they get like anal about what you eat like they or I don't know in my experience like that's how Seb's dad was where he'd be like did you eat enough and like they're doing it to be nice and yeah their defense. but like for me it was really liberating to not have anyone like 
peeking over my shoulder being like, did you eat enough today? Did you eat enough protein? Did you eat enough this? Like I could kind of just go with my body full force and not worry about it. And that was nice. That Yeah, that's really cool. I'd be, how is really different? Do you feel like you're able to, I don't know, nourish yourself better or something? Yeah, I mean, I think it has its pros and its cons. There's like definitely moments where you're like, oh, I wish that. Not to say that I haven't talked to this baby's father at all, but like not even remotely as much as um, when I was with Vaughn for with Seb. So I feel like just maybe getting to the point of like letting go of needing or wanting someone else's input, feedback, validation, whatever it is, and getting to the point that, like, all I needed was to do what I needed to do to feel good. Yeah. But, like, once that happened more, which I feel like was probably, like, the beginning of the second trimester, like, we sort of hung out through the first, and then by the time we got to the second, just, like, distanced ourselves. And so I think at that point, I just was like, okay, I'm not going to wait for you to be excited with me. Like, I have to be excited. Otherwise, I'm going to miss my whole pregnancy. So right. um, I think that's great. It, I'm glad you did that. That's I feel like yeah. that's hard to get to that point. Yeah, a little bit. But also it's like every day, like, you know, I don't know, because like you're calculating time for right in a way that we don't when we're like 25, 26, 27, you're not like, okay, I'm 27 in one month. Yeah. So with that, it's like you see time go by so fast that it's like taking forever, but it also moves really quickly. And I think that helps to be like, okay, if I wait another month to like get out of my feelings, that's a whole month of my pregnancy that I haven't been excited for. I haven't enjoyed, or I haven't been like present for. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, doing that and then just, like, figuring out then what is most important to me and making sure that I do those things. Like, taking pictures to me was really important. Mm-hmm. I think because I lost all of my pictures from Seb pretty much. Um, so, like, I, that was something that, like, I wanted to make sure that I did so I could see, like, what I had done afterwards or for those moments that, like, you're not fully present, being able to, like, look back. And be like, okay, that's where I was at that week. And, like, even if I didn't feel good about the way I looked or whatever, like, still trying to find a way to take a picture that I was happy with so that I would have it. So I think, like, I don't know, those things became more important or, like, that's where I got my sort of fulfillment from. Um, Yeah, I don't know. So that's been nice. Like, in, in its own way, that's to me such a blessing. Yeah, that's, I really have loved that you've been doing that on Instagram. I think it's so, it's, I mean, like using that is such a good tool for like your own tracking of everything. It's like a scrapbook. It's awesome. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's, or like a, I don't, I'm never gonna, as much as I'd love to, like, I'm never gonna pick up a notebook, which there's like seven of them behind my bread and like, right <laughs> at, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like, I wish I would. But I don't. And I think also knowing that, like, on the one hand, I guess it could, I don't know. To me, whatever. I don't really care about, like, who's reading it. But I think the idea that, like, it's getting, it's getting put out there makes me sit and, like, 
think about what I'm writing a little bit more. And so I feel like it would be like a lot of times, and I don't know if I did it straight from the beginning, but like if I write a little paragraph to go with the picture, ultimately I feel like it's for myself, but because I know it's going out, like I try to boil down my feelings and figure out like what the essence is of it. And then that's what I'm writing instead of a lot of like jibber jabber, which I feel like if I was journaling, I would just... And is productive in its own right. But I think it was, like, good for me to have to focus it a little bit more and condense it. Yeah, it helps you, like, realize exactly what you're feeling, I think. Right, exactly. So for that, like, whatever, just the whole thing has been really nice. I've enjoyed doing that so much. And, like, curing. Like, I I think about, like, how the colors go and, like, or sometimes I'll stop and look back at them and be like, oh, wow, like all these pictures are really dark. Like they're all dim or like I have a certain face on or whatever. And then like the next set is kind of happier. And I like like to look back and see how that looks. Do you feel like that's like corresponded with how you felt as well? Or is it just kind of been like chance? Um, but like both, I think. Because mm-hmm. I think there's some element of like in the winter you don't have all these sunny pictures you know what I mean like there's a part that you can't control and then there's a part that you do control um but even like beyond like dark and light I think sometimes it can be like everything's like reddish right now and everything's like green here or everything's like pastel I don't know so it's fun to see some of that I think is by chance you know unless I sometimes I'll look and I'll be like oh there's a bunch of black and white like let me keep it going or like let me break that yeah but for the most part I think it sort of flows organically which is fun to like look back and just be like huh what was happening at that point or like what time of year was that or whatever yeah and I mean I think that I don't know if you feel this way but I feel like every time I see a photo it just like brings you right back to where it was and you kind of can process it a little bit better yeah yeah outside of it Definitely. So it's like, I don't, that's what, I don't know that. I think that's why I like Instagram as a platform more than Facebook or anything else is like, you can just look at your stuff and have it be productive for you in its own way. And then I don't know, it's like a journal led by photos instead of writing with some pictures. And I like, like visually, I think if you're a visual person, whatever, that is just easier for me to process. Yeah, I agree. I really, yeah, I really like that aspect of it. There's a lot of problems with it, but I do generally like it. Right, <laughs> right. right. And I think once you get over to the point of like trying to use it for more than just personal, like I don't, I know people keep complaining about like algorithms and different stuff with Instagram where like I don't. Yeah, I don't even that understand worry. that. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So it's like if you cross over from using it strictly personal to like more of a business thing, I feel like there's more issues, but for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I keep hearing about this out. I don't know. I don't know what it means. It seems like that's a thing everywhere. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't know what algorithm right. is. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, I would, I remember um, you posting something about people like reacting negatively about your photos is that a thing that's happening well not so much my photos I would say like I think that to me has been maybe one of the most surprising things about the pregnancy 
is that like I guess when I like the this baby's dad is someone that I was like purely just hooking up with and uh, it was just like quick like it Mm -hmm. happened quickly (laughs) yeah Um, and so like for that reason I think it made me feel like okay maybe this happened for a reason sort of like with everything and how it sort of came about to trust that like let me do this and also having had a miscarriage almost exactly it was like 11 months before or something so yeah that's so interesting yeah so to get pregnant again like at the same time of the year I was like okay like I feel like I should go through with this even though like that was a hard decision to make because I had just started school Uh, and I think mentally was like on this like I had my I think I let go of the I like I wanted stuff to have siblings but I had like on one level let go that like that's not gonna happen at least for right now and like I'm gonna go to school and have a career and like make more money and we can like he was getting older so I have more freedom or I can leave like a little bit more and it's not such a big deal Mm -hmm. um so I was sort of like gearing myself up to go that way and then to get pregnant like I don't know I found out at the end of the first month maybe was just like really I was like okay so now what because like I just started this yeah (laughs) um it was like a, a total reset and I was like a little surprised but when I came to terms with it I think I really felt like okay this can be what my last pregnancy wasn't like from being so isolated I think like living in New York yeah and just like not really like I talked to my mom throughout the pregnancy but like not a ton and I feel like all my relationships with like my friends were strained because of my relationship with Seb's dad that like it just didn't I enjoyed it and I think I got to the place of the same thing this time where like you find the things that you need to do to make it special for yourself and like I still had a home birth and I like it was nice in a lot of ways but I think the community aspect wasn't there for me right which is so important yeah so I was like okay this gets to be like what that wasn't like I get to have my mom there um which is gonna be awesome because like I didn't I saw her once while I was pregnant and she didn't meet Seb till he was, like, three months old. That's so, crazy. Yeah. yeah, so it was, like, so different. So I'm, like, okay, like, this is going to be what that wasn't. Like, this gives us a chance to really, like, come back together and whatever. Um, yeah, that's and, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, for that, I was, like, okay, this is perfect. Like, totally meant to be. And, like, I can have, you know, this support system of women that I felt like I was just lacking. Mm-hmm. with Seb and then it just like wasn't received that way and I guess that like didn't occur to me really? um, yeah like I just not to say by everyone like obviously my anyone that I'm friends with that's like of our age has been supportive I would say um for the most part yeah but you know, like, your good friends sort of question you, but I think that's nice. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> on a on an adult, like, more my mom's peers and, like, coming out community-wise to be, like, I'm pregnant has been way more challenging. Like, I just think I was a little bit let down and sort of, like, disappointed with the way that 
some people have reacted, whether it was just sort of like, I feel like people haven't acknowledged it in a way where it's kind of like, okay, my belt, like even still, like my belly's huge and like <laughs> can see people and they'll just be like, how's it going? Like the weather's great today. And you're like, wow, like this makes you so uncomfortable that you can't talk to me about it. Like that's weird. You know what I mean? I just feel like anyone else would be like, oh, your belly, like how are you feeling? You yeah, like you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And so it's been like, not that way <laughs> um that's really interesting yeah so I, I mean whatever I, like on some level I'm definitely over it because it doesn't it I feel like matter. those people aren't yeah like they're not there to help you anyways but it just was surprising to me I don't know like I think also it's maybe I wasn't there for Seb and like really wasn't putting him first or like doing things I could maybe be a little bit more sympathetic to them being like so judgmental yeah it, it feels like people yeah have an opinion maybe about me like not I don't know I don't know if it's that like I'm not with the dad or that I'm a single mom already that I'm living at home like there's plenty of things that I guess they can be judgmental about but I just feel like we can't predict life at all. Yeah, absolutely. And they have, like, no idea what your life is like and how you are as a mom. And it's just, like, bullshit, like, kind of puritanical values, you know? like people who I feel like are, you know, going around sort of masquerading of being very liberal. Yeah. Or, like, living in a place where we're like, no, we're so liberal. Like, we hate this injustice, blah, blah, blah. But then you're going to act totally another way once it, like, starts to come close to home. Yeah, once Uh, they're actually faced with it, that's when you, like, see people's true colors for sure. Yeah, so it's just been interesting. Like, I, when we found out it was going to be another boy and then my mom um, was, like, meeting with some friends and having lunch. And she's like, so I'm going to be, like, I'm going to have another grandson and, like, they just switched the subject. Like, they didn't even talk about it. And it's just, like, crazy to me that, like, you feel that uncomfortable that you can't. Like, it doesn't affect you. You're not going to be paying for it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do any of the work. You literally just, like, get to look at another cute baby. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you be excited that this right. stuff, I, That's yeah. such a shame. Ugh. So, it, that was interesting to me. But that being said. For everyone who was not supportive, there's, like, five people who are very supportive. So good. I complain too much. <laughs> yeah, it seems like, just from what I've been seeing you saying, like, on Instagram and stuff, it seems like you've gotten a really good, like, community of women around you right now. Yeah, definitely. And I feel super fortunate. Um, one of my best friends and college roommate... Um, <laughs> I don't know, like, we always used to laugh that she lives in Colorado, and so we always used to laugh, like, oh, it's crazy that we still cycle together, even though we're so far apart, like, our periods were always days between them, or same day, and then... That's so funny. Yeah. Even even apart. Right. That's great. And then she messaged our little, there's three of us that were roommates, so she messaged our group chat to be like, guys, I'm pregnant. And I was like, me too. Like, I wasn't going to say anything yet. So we're exactly a week apart. Um, Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, which is just so crazy. So it's exciting because we're both 
like at the end now waiting to see who's going to go first or will they be born at the same time? Same, like how close will they be? It's just exciting. But she's having yeah. So we have the balance going. <laughs> That's so cool. That's yeah. so crazy. So wait, when is your actual due date? My due date is May 23rd. Okay. So soon. Yes. Do you, what do you think? Do you feel like you'll go early? Um, we'll see. Yeah. Like, yes, I feel, so with Seb, I had him at 41 weeks. Oh, okay. Um, I kind of, I can't picture going past my due date. Like I already, I feel like right now I'm the same size, if not getting bigger than I was when I had Seb. So it's okay. hard for me to imagine and I'm just, okay. So my due date is May 23rd, which is a Wednesday. Like I feel like I know when I conceive. So I count from the Saturday before, which is whatever. So I'd be closer to 38 weeks and I've been measuring like a week or two ahead the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I can't picture going like 41 somehow but I don't think it's going to be like this week I feel like 38 you've got some time yeah a yeah. little bit I mean we'll see but I because I feel when I was at school I was like uh I don't know like I just don't feel good all the time like I was so achy so sore like I don't know my especially my like lower belly muscles just felt like heavy all the time but mm -hmm. since I've been home and like can relax and just sort of like go about my day in a more natural rhythm for my body yeah. uh, I feel so much better like I feel way better than I did at like 34 weeks right now that's so, amazing we'll see <laughs> right like, yeah now I'm like, ah, I don't know like I could go to 42 weeks and be happy if like I'm gonna feel this good the whole time so yeah. <laughs> we'll see how well, that's good yeah, I feel like I get to, like, embrace my, and it's, like, nice out. Today's beautiful. It's, like, 75. And yeah, it's amazing out right now. It's, I, I think this is a good time to be, like, just chilling and finishing up your pregnancy. Right, right. <laughs> and like, I don't have to wear as much clothes. Like, at school, you have to wear all black all the time, and, like, you're inside, and lights, and I don't know. It's just, like, not the environment that I wanted to be in at all. So now I feel like I get to, like, embrace my belly and, like, dress it how I want and whatever so I'm kind of like oh, I don't mind if I stay pregnant for a while longer so we'll see that's good I'm glad to hear that I feel like yeah that's lovely <laughs> yeah yeah it is it's really nice <laughs> I'm enjoying it everything has been falling into place and I feel like I've been able to like I'm able now to like fit in I think I had so much like worry and tension that I wasn't gonna finish school on time yeah. Um, and just, like, driving makes me anxious, I think, when I'm pregnant. So, like, I can feel that all my muscles are just, like, clenched. Right. In a way that now I can sort of, like, relax and open and expand. Um, and then also have time to, like, like, this week I've made it my mission to really, like, get the house ready so that if he does come earlier, we're ready. Yeah, um, yeah. What does but, that look like? What do you have to do for getting ready for that? Lots of cleaning, like endless amounts of cleaning. I feel like. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and obviously my mom's helping, but like floors and just like tons and tons of laundry. We don't have a dryer, so the nice weather has been good, but um, there's like only so much you can possibly get done in a day because it has to dry. Right. So, <laughs> 
Um, doing laundry. I feel like a ton, like sorting through stuff. I had been given um, like a lot of hand-me-downs. They threw like a little baby shower for me at school. That's so nice. Yeah, that was really awesome. Um, But so like cleaning all that stuff, figuring out like where his clothes are going to go, making sure my sheets are like, you know, relatively clean at least to start with. And there's an extra pair and like, um, I don't know, we have the birthing kit. Or because I'll have him at home. So, like, right. getting that stuff ready, extra towels and linens. Um, I don't know. Just, like, everything, I feel like, has to just, like, all the big stuff, slings and stuff, washing, making sure I have, like, I ordered a little basket for him to sleep in. So, getting that and washing it. Like, I don't know. Just all that stuff, getting it, no, feeling like you know what you're doing. <laughs> and you yeah, have like all the need. nesting stuff yeah yeah so that's this week has been mostly I'm just trying to like especially because the weather is nice it's like I'm just trying to plow through it I have diapers I'm gonna cloth diaper this time or at least try cool so <laughs> we'll see how that goes but those are all like out on the rack and extra sheets I found the slings just before you called and washed those so just like getting all that stuff ready so that I know where it is and I just don't have to think about it once he comes. Right. That's um, great. The cloth diapering, I'm really curious about how that goes. I have a friend who did that too. And it seems like it makes so much sense to me, but I don't know if it's really tricky. Right. I, really know. I, um, I feel like it makes sense to me when you're at home. Yeah. They'll just get used to it, but I can't really imagine, like, going out for a day and cloth diaper. <laughs> yeah, because what do you do with them? <laughs> right. I think you're supposed to just have bags, but, like, maybe when they're really little, I could see, like, it's not a big deal because their poop isn't gross, but, like... Yeah, it doesn't smell really. time they're pooping bigger or, like, solid once they're eating solid foods, like, I don't know about cloth diapering, out and about, at least. Yeah, it would be, I don't know, interesting to be carrying right. around, like, really smelly diapers. Right, I just don't want to, and then you have to have a big bag, like, I hate having big bags. I like to not carry things. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think, like, that to me would be irritating. But, so we'll see. Um... But somebody, a family that we have babysat for for a few years had um, a whole cloth diapering system that she's not going to use. So she gave that to us. So we'll try it out. I bought diapers for the beginning just because from talking to people, um, it like depending on the size and shape of your baby, it can be hard to get a good fit on the cloth diapers initially. Like they might be just small. Yeah, um, or whatever. So I bought regular diapers for in the beginning until he gains like a little bit of weight and can fill them out better. Um, yeah, and then I don't know. I feel like after the first month, we'll be try able to, to do that. Plus yeah, plus it'll be this summer. Like I think it's not. I could see it being like more irritating in the winter, um, especially where we don't have a dryer. Yeah, yeah, that's we'll true. See. We'll I'm see curious. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that goes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, 
What did uh wait, what was I gonna ask you? Um bum, 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 bum. Uh <laughs> oh yeah, your birthing kit. How did you how like how'd you get that? What is that process like? Um okay, well so I didn't really have to do anything <laughs> this time. Normally or for home birth, normally you just the midwife, there's like websites that somehow like put them together or the midwife can pick exactly what and how much they want in a birthing kit. And then yeah. you go to the website, you enter their name, and then you order their birthing kit. Um, but someone that she was supposed to birth with ended up having to get a C-section, I think. Um, so they okay. had ordered a birthing kit and didn't use it. So she, like, gave it to her and was like, if you know anyone who could use this, here. Um, so we Amazing. lucked out. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we lucked out in... Um, got that from her but it's just like a lot of the like hospital-y stuff I think that you wouldn't necessarily like just go to CVS and be able to buy but like pads for the bottom of the bed or like those really sexy little underwear that you get to wear after you have a baby yeah um, <laughs> those things. um yeah it's mostly like a lot of that are you doing a tub I'm planning to do a tub um Yes, so that should be good. Ideally, if it's nice, if it was like a day like today, I would want to be outside. Um, so we'll see what the weather is like. magical. Yeah, and what time of day. But we've talked about like setting up a tent and putting the tub in the tent, possibly. Um, or not, or just being right outside. It just depends on what it's like. But knowing that that might be an option. That's so, that would be so nice, I feel like. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, obviously, I'd be able to, like, labor. So, Seb was born in, like, a four-family apartment in New Jersey in March. So, it just, like, wasn't quite the same ambiance. Yeah. <laughs> as, like, our backyard. Um, yes, in, like, May on the Cape. It's just different. So, yeah, we'll see, but, like, obviously, I'd be able to be outside anyways while laboring and stuff, which I think will just be really nice. I don't know. Well, like, I'm getting excited for the whole thing. My intentions yeah. is just to, like, keep moving and also just being outside. I think, like, being able to come out and look and just, like, look at the birds and, I don't know, like, look at the sky, whatever, and not just be looking at walls right. while laboring yeah. is really nice to me, so... We're all in on it and gung ho, um, so that should be good. That's awesome. Are yeah, you so? Your how is your finding a midwife? How did that go? A little bit challenging because, or my only challenge with it was, um, they don't pay for like your health insurance doesn't pay for your midwife, and so I wanted to. And I wanted to just, like, find a good fit. And there aren't a ton of people who will deliver on the Cape. Um, so I had, yeah, I don't, there's, like, one woman who's in East Ham or something. But that's just as far. My midwife is in Hingham. And it's, like, going down Cape for us is just as far as going off Cape 45 minutes or whatever. Um, that's so crazy. There's only one person. It's not just one. I'm sorry. There's, like, three, I think. But there's not – it's not like you've got all these options. Um, yeah. A lot of people 
And, like, I guess we're on, you know, the upper cape, so maybe it's a little more flexible. But, like, I'm looking at people coming from Rhode Island, and, like, like anyone is coming from an hour away. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So it was just – and, like, I wanted to find someone who – I don't know, like I, not that they were judgmental, but I talked to one and I, she was just kind of like, I felt like too early. She was sort of like getting into how like, I may not want the dad there and that's fine. And a lot of times in these situations and it was like, okay, that's cool. But like, we don't really, this is like my first time talking to you. And like, that's just not where I'm at with the conversation. Um, yeah. It's like, that's. So, pretty aggressive (laughs) right exactly so I just needed to like find the right person who I felt like was understanding um and gonna be like I don't know just the right personality the right approach uh and then I wasn't because I was going to school it was easier like my OBGYN was 20 minutes from our house so it was easier for me to go there and, like, have the time to figure out who the midwife was going to be. But a lot of people, like, weren't interested in starting care later on. They wanted to see. Hello. Hello. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, they wanted to see you through the whole thing. Yes. Okay. Sorry. My midwife was calling me. We had to reschedule. She oh, well, that's okay. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yeah, they want to see you through the whole thing and, like, weren't willing or interested in like coming on later which I didn't really I mean I had met with her once and we like talked on the phone maybe once a month or something um but I didn't really start seeing my midwife till 30 weeks I think it was okay um so what were you doing even slightly were you so I was going getting the yeah, OB? I was going to the yes I was just going to the OBGYN and so, like, that whole process was interesting because it was, like, navigating the two uh, because they are midwives at the OBGYN, but then they practice in hospitals, so they can't tell you that it's safe to have a home birth. So, like, every single time I would go, they'd be like, are you still planning on having a home birth? Because, you know, we can't recommend that. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. Really? So yeah, it's so weird. Um. Not that they, like, tried to convince me otherwise, or, like, they knew I already had one home birth, and I wasn't really, like, willing to have that conversation with them, I guess. But it was just interesting to me to have to, like, listen to that every time you go. Yeah, that's strange. Right. And, like, also, we've just been having babies at home way longer than in hospitals, so it's weird that, like, they have to tell. I think they're, like, obligated. I don't think it's, like, they just feel like being that way. But right, yeah, I'm sure it's a part. It's just weird, <laughs> right? Right, that they have to be like, we can't recommend that. Um, is your midwife yeah. now? Is she a CNM or is she a CPM? Do you know? Like, is she a nurse midwife or just a like a professional I midwife? Think she's just a professional midwife. Cool. Yeah. Not. See, that's the thing. I mean, that's something that's like not even allowed in every state. But I feel like that's the best way to learn how to be a midwife because those people usually do like apprenticeships. Okay. learn over time and like a CNM is um when you have to become a nurse first and learn in the hospital so it's like I mean doesn't mean that they're like doctors but you kind of have a more like medicalized view on education I I guess yeah okay I was having this conversation with the doctor 
at my last OBGYN visit. And I was like, is there a difference between how your midwives train and ones who do home births? And she was like, I'm not sure, but that's sort of where she was going with it. That like they had to be nurses first. Yeah. I think uh, like a lot of home birth midwives also do that, but then they end up just practicing at home. But I know in Massachusetts, you're like the qualifications are different. So they don't necessarily have to go to nursing school too, which I think okay. is cool. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it gives a different thing. I don't know. Right. Okay. So if you are going to be a midwife who delivers in hospitals, do you have to be a CNM? Yeah. Okay. All right. I see. But if you want to do it at home, you can be a CNM or a CPM. Right. Right. Okay. Interesting. I did not know. Yeah. 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 Do you like your yeah. midwife? Yes, I do very much. Um, she's very sweet, and she actually is um, one of the teachers at the Waldorf School now. I think she's, like, the second grade teacher or something. I don't know if she was a midwife or just a – no, she must have been. Well, anyways, they train together, so she must be a midwife and not just a doula. Um, although it seems like if I've heard of her – working it was more like she was a doula but I'm not sure anyways uh so they did their training together which like I had already found her and made a phone call I think and then asked this woman if she had any recommendations and then she recommended her as well so it was like a double whatever mentioned her yeah um and she just like is really low-key and sweet um I really like her so I don't know. She's good. I, yeah, I feel like she's open. She's like upfront, but still kind of, you know, like soft and gentle, <laughs> which yeah. is what I wanted. Um, so I feel like she'll be good. Awesome. Yeah. Does yeah. she come to she, you for um, care or do you go to her? She, I go to her except for um, we're scheduling a home visit. And then, so we'll do one of those so that she comes to the house before the baby's born and, like, sees where it is and everything. And then, um, I think, like, postpartum, maybe she does, like, one or two visits at home first. But she has a whole little office up in Hingham. Okay. Um, So, for most of my stuff, I've been going there. Cool. Yeah. Did you have postpartum, like, what was your postpartum care like um, with Seb? like pretty limited (laughs) yeah um I don't know we did like a few maybe we had like three or four visits with the midwife afterwards like she came a day later and then like three days later and then maybe two weeks later and a month later or something okay Uh, so it was like relatively minimal and I didn't like this time when I was at the doctor's, I was like, am I supposed to go to the doctor's afterwards? Because, like, I never went until, like, it had been over a year. And I was like, I guess I should go for my yearly exam with Sam. <laughs> um, yeah. And they were like, oh, no, normally you come in at six weeks. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. <laughs> um, so I will set that up with, like, I'll go back to the doctor's. I think just I'll probably do some with her. But I'll go yeah. to the doctors because they're like twenty minutes away. Right for and like your own care. Yeah, so I'll check with them after as well. But that's for me, not for the baby. So whatever. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What 
what was your postpartum time like last time? Like, did you have, I know, so you were living with Vaughn's family. Did they help you out a lot? Um, sort of, I guess. I mean, they, like, more so by, like, keeping things going, I think, whether it's, like, helping out with laundry a little bit or, like, cooking and that sort of thing. I don't, I feel like I was sort of, or I don't know, it might have been the nature of Vaughn to just, like, more wanting to do things on your own anyways, like, not really asking for a ton of help, like, oh, can you just, like, rock him for an hour so I can go take a shower and, like, rest? I didn't really do a lot of that, I guess, but Vaughn was there, so he helped, sort of, and I don't know. I feel like I don't remember. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. No, I feel like it was pretty low-key. I think I did most of it, but I was also, like, home all the time. Right. I didn't have, like, a lot. I didn't really have, like, anything else to do. So I got to just be with him, um, which was nice. And then I came up to the Cape for that summer, I think. Like, my grandmother died in May. Um, So I came up for a visit. That was when my mom first met Seb and then went back down. And then I think by June or something... I don't know. I came up and like I babysat that summer with yeah. Seb, um, and like made some money and just hung out. It was pretty good. I mean, it was like pretty low key. I had I think my grandfather's old car to drive. Like it was just I could be like set up here, right? And still make money and sort of it was less stressful. Um, and worked so I did that for whatever Seb was born in March so probably from the time he was four to seven months or something cool that's good that's helpful yeah it was really nice it'll be so nice this time I'm sure to have your mom there with you yeah I'm really excited for her to like be here and be part of the birth um and then also just like be around her the whole time this time because I feel like we missed out on that and I know that like it's something I imagine like maybe I wouldn't have expected that like it would just be us living together but um like I just always imagined that she would be sort of right there for all that stuff and I think yeah. her too just like a ima- like we've just always been close so you just kind of assume that, like, that's what it would be like when I had a kid. Um, and I feel like we missed out on that last time. So I think to have that this time um, will be really nice. And also for Seb, um, because, like, obviously that's going to be a shift no matter how excited he is that he's going to be a big brother. He's yeah. Also It'll be so different. A lot less attention. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think to have someone who can like take him out to go do something, um, or give me a break so I can do something with him and he's not feeling like we never see each other all of a sudden, or I'm always tired. Right. Um, Yeah. That's important. Yeah. To sort of keep that going for him, I think will be really good. Um, yeah, I don't know. And just to, she's so supportive and helpful. That's Um, so good. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. 
yeah, I cannot imagine doing this without her. She's just been really great and so like open and I don't know, just she has makes it way, way, way easier. So I really feel fortunate that that's my mom <laughs> and yeah. not anybody else. That's amazing. Um, yeah, so that'll be really good. And I'm excited. Like, I think the time of year is really as like as much as it's been a strain. I do like when I look at this. I think even if I feel like I can't see what the purpose or how perfect it is, it like I get the feeling that it's really perfect. Just even like, okay, yeah, I got pregnant right at the beginning of school, but also I got pregnant on the beginning of the second month of a nine month program. So I had just enough time to like finish it. Right. <laughs> and, it and so it's like that couldn't have worked out like better in some sense. And just being able to, like, be done right about now. Like, Seb's done June 11th. So, like, 99% I'll chance I'll have the baby before he's done with school. But it'll get, like, it's right now. So whether it's he just ends school a week early or not, I, like, it's he's ending right about now. We'll have the whole summer to sort of, like, get to know each other and figure it out. Um before he starts school again in the fall. Like, I just think, you know, had I had the baby in February and he's still going to school, like, it's just another level of having to, like, rush out in the morning and be busy. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's, like, a whole different type of stress. Right, so that, and then also, like, just him, like, do I keep him home? Do I not keep him home? You can't be outside. And, like, you want to bond together. Like, I don't want him to feel left out of this situation. Right. So I think to me, it's really, I feel really fortunate that um, he'll be home the whole time and we can spend, like, even if it's not going to be everything that he wants to do this summer, like, we'll be able to spend our first summer together getting to know each other, way more flexible, figuring out our new dynamic as a family. Um, and I'm just really excited about the timing. Yeah, so. I think it's pretty perfect. As much as I'm sure this was so stressful, like, it, it seems like it's working out really well. Yeah, exactly. I keep thinking, like, for all those days that I was miserable, like, going into school, I would do them all over again to, like, have my first week off be 70 degrees and sunny and just, like, amazing out and, like, all of a sudden feel better. And, like, I just did that belly casting and... Yeah, how was that? That's so cool that you did that. I think that's awesome to have. Yeah, that was really awesome. I have always wanted to do it. Um, we used to rent an apartment from her when we first moved to the Cape. Um, and so she had her belly casted when she had her kids. Um, so her oldest is just graduated high school. So he's 10. Okay. I was probably like nine when she was pregnant. Um, that was the first belly cast I'd ever seen. And I loved it. And then she did maybe like the year after that her friend got pregnant and she did a whole series of them from four months through nine months um maybe every month and a half or something yeah. and like just decorated them really beautifully and we were laughing because when I went in we were talking about decorating it and I'm like oh well you have one that has like glitter nipples and another one that has this like bead tassel thing and like I've always loved those and she was like you remember them from when you were a kid but it's, like, that's how long, like, I've wanted to do it. Yeah, that's so, so cool. Yeah, it was really awesome and then, like, special to me. 
uh, that she was the one who did it. And it's not just like I get a kit and I'm doing it at home or whatever, but it's like the person that I first saw it with is giving it to me. Um, Felt really awesome. So that was really cool. And then last night, um, Liz and Priscilla, Naomi's mom and Jacob's grandmother, came over and we did like a blessing ceremony for the room and just like for a safe delivery and baby and everything. Um, and so that was also really important for me to do. And so I did that. So I feel like I've been able to like fit in some of these like really important things to me. Um, so it just feels nice. I feel like everything, like I can finally relax and like everything that I want to happen is happening. So it feels great. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm so glad. Yeah. And Seb is excited. Seb is very excited. He, (laughs) it was funny. Like maybe a week or two before I finished school, we were in the car and I was like, oh, Seb, I have to tell you, like, I feel like I'm done being pregnant. Like I'm getting to the end here. And like, this is difficult. And he was like, yeah, me too. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) He was like, I mean, I've been waiting forever. (laughs) So... He's getting a little bit impatient, um, but he's so excited, and he's just, like, I don't know. He's so sweet about it. He's, like, I'm going to help dress the baby, like, rock the baby, and he was part of the blessing ceremony last night, and he was just, like, in his own five-year-old way, totally communicating that, like, he had so much love for us and just wished a safe delivery, like, nothing. He was cute. He was, like, and you know, I hope you don't die or something, but like, I felt like, however it came out, it was clear that like, he was trying to say, I hope that everything goes okay with you. Like, I know that this is going to be intense. We've watched like birth videos together and stuff. I've been trying to prep him. Cause that's I amazing. Yeah. yeah. And he's like into it. He like, doesn't get grossed out or anything. He watches them right alongside me. He's totally curious. So I think it'll be, Although, he, at one point, he was like, I'm going to be in the tub with you. And then now he's like, I'm not going to be in the tub with you. And that's fine with me. I don't think he needs to be in the tub. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um, he can, yeah, I think, like, being able to have him there will be really important to me. Um, and, yeah, just, like, him being part of the whole process. Um, so I think it'll be really nice. And he's excited. That's um, awesome. Yeah, I'm so glad. Yeah, I feel like he, I mean, you guys have such a good relationship that I feel like his presence will be such a, like, soothing thing. Definitely. And he's cute with the whole, like, throughout this whole pregnancy, he's been like, we're having a baby. Like, it's, and it is. I mean, I think about it the same way, like, we're adding another one to our family. It's not like I'm just having a baby. So it's. I don't know. It is. We're all having a baby. So I feel like he just has a really nice attitude. He's been really excited about it. I mean, he was like asking. He was like, Can I want a baby. He really wanted a baby sister, but he's totally fine with a boy. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> he wanted, like, I don't know, for months before I got pregnant, he was like, wish I could have a baby brother or baby sister. Um, and so he's just been like gung ho about it I would say and like thank you I'm the best mom in the world for making him a little, little brother like lots of oh man yeah so I think he'll be I think it'll be an he'll adjustment. be great 
But yeah, especially once we get through like the first year and then the baby's a little bit more hardy and he has a playmate. And yeah, that'll and make a difference. Active. Yeah, and I'm really excited about the age difference. Like I think had I planned out life, <laughs> um, <laughs> I would have had a baby sooner. Like ideally in my mind. I would have started to try to have a baby when he was, like, two and a half or three. Yeah. But I think that this age difference is going to be great because I feel like they'll, I'm hoping at least, but they'll be, like, just far enough apart where it's not really a competition because, like, Seb will be finished with high school, I think, yeah. and then the next year this baby would start. Right. You know what I mean? So I yeah. think it's like that. It's not like you're competing or like you always have the same friends or anything. Um, and I feel like Seb is just at this age of being really helpful and wanting to help out. So it's That's not going to be like pulling teeth as much or like an argument to be like, why do I need to help you? Blah, blah, blah. Like it gives him a certain pride to be able to be responsible and helpful. Um, and he's been yeah. really cute. He studies other people's siblings, I think. Like, when really? he sees babies, he, like, watches. He, like, you can see him, like, watching them and sort of, like, figuring it out. And he, like, knows about sort of trying to be fast so that he can, like, stay ahead of the baby. So they don't, like, run into, like, the hallway if they're in a room or, like, run towards the road or whatever. Like, he has that notion in his brain. So... It's really just enjoyable to see those things start to click. That's so cool. Yeah, to yeah. see him, like, really develop, like, as a caring person. Right. Yeah. That's so, so cool. I, another level, or, like, an awareness of more than just himself. Yeah, yeah, to, like, take responsibility for another person. That's awesome. Right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to see what, what this brings us. And I think you're you're totally right about the age thing because it seems like I mean a lot of people tend to have second babies, I guess around that like two and a half, three, whatever. Right. But those kids like don't really have enough cognition, I feel like, to get it, and they I feel like they struggle a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. And I've had that conversation with the mom who was like, I think it's about that age gap, maybe on the the like younger two to two and a half years or something more than older yeah but, um, she said it was really hard because she felt like the older one just totally got neglected for the younger one in a sense like one day it just changed and she couldn't she doesn't have a lot of family support so she really couldn't give to the older one the way she would have wanted to all of a sudden um and just that she feels, you know, that's a struggle. She feels bad about it, sort of, or whatever. But, yeah, and I think also that concept of, like, not, like, yeah, your belly's growing, but, like, you can explain to them what's happening, and they can only understand it so much. Right. Um, Whereas um, now he, like, actually can understand. Right, exactly. Like, seeing him look at someone else who's a big brother and has a little sister and being like, okay, that's what that is, and, like, that's what I'm going to be doing. Right. I feel like helps the whole process and then they can be involved and it's like I feel like Seb and I are so in each other's lives like he's such a big part of mine obviously 
But like, I don't know that like I wouldn't want it to be anything less than that. Like I want him there and understand yeah. what's happening. So yeah, it's good. It's interesting. Like this um, baby's dad has a daughter who will be four in July. And of course, like I've never met her. It's just, yeah. it's different. It's interesting. Okay, so I've never met her. And obviously, like, they'll be half siblings. But, like, it'll be a different relationship because Seb and this baby will have the same mother versus her and this baby will have the same father. But just, like, talking to him and him being, like, she doesn't get it. Like, how she's, like, my mom's not pregnant. How do I have a little brother coming? So it's, like, that, and part of it to me is, like, an age thing. Part of it is, like, obviously she's not seeing me be pregnant the way that Seb is. But right. I just think, like, that year or year and a half, whatever, that's, like, between his daughter and Seb is also a big year in sort of grasping the situation. Um, so, yeah, yeah we'll see. It'll be interesting. It's exciting. I'm happy for you. Yeah, thanks. I know. I'm it's it's good. I feel like it's the anxiety that I had while in school is like melting away and I good. just feel good at this point. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. Um and I I did just want to ask cuz I think like obviously it's so amazing that you've done home birth, but what made you do that? Like what was the reason? Or what? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I feel like that's such a huge thing to decide, <laughs> uh, especially at your age. Right. So the idea of having a hospital birth totally freaks me out. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, why. totally. No, uh, same. It's crazy. It's, so, yeah, like, <laughs> it's not I, crazy, I, but it's just like, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I've been asked a lot, I think, because of school um, and, like, just being around that many people and they're... I don't know, it feels like 90% of people, like, would never even entertain half a number. Right. Um, at least, like, the type of people that I'm going to school with. And so, yeah, I don't, like, for all the reasons why I feel like most people feel more comfortable about going to a hospital is, like, all the reasons why I feel uncomfortable about going, where it's, like, yeah. I don't want... Like, I don't know. To me, the environment is weird. Like, it's overly sterile. It's not your environment. So, right. I think that was, like, a huge thing to me is just, like, wanting to birth in my own environment. Not, I don't, like, dealing. I think a lot of times people sound seem to, like, be comforted by having other people around. Like, having professionals around and that sort of thing. Um, I feel like that sort of freaks me out. Like I am sacrificing more control Absolutely. over the because there's all these other people around. Um, I don't know. So that I guess is like a huge factor. Well, so also one of my college roommates, um, there's like three of us that live together, not the one that's having the baby now, but the other one has a son who's maybe like a year and a half older than Seb. Um, and so she had had a home birth. So that okay. was like the first time that it like popped onto my radar, I guess. I think my aunt probably had them too. So not entirely the first time, but like with someone my age. Um, yeah. So it wasn't then, like a foreign thing to you. Right. And so like we talked about that a lot, but then 
yeah, I don't know. I guess just like feeling like I was said, like I lived in New York as a live-in nanny for the first part of, or like through seven months pregnant and then moved to New Jersey. So health insurance was like a slight bit of a factor because I was going to switch states at the end and that like screwed me up. Like I wouldn't have necessarily had enough time to like get New Jersey health insurance and it was too far to think about driving from New Jersey to New York to have the baby. Right. Um, so that was like one factor that made it easier, I think, to make the decision of having a home birth. Um, but just also like moving and being in an environment where like you didn't have that familial support. Um, like everything felt real, really foreign. So I think like knowing that I could create a space to have the baby that would be my own and would be comfortable felt like that much more important to me. Um, Definitely. And I think the hospital would have just felt like another weird foreign place that like I didn't know where I was really. Um, but so beyond those things, I think also there's like I don't want to have a C-section and I feel like I want to birth with someone who is aware of like more ways to prevent that like, being more strategic and also letting my body do its thing that like I don't need to force it into labor if I'm not quite there or I'm taking you know with Seb I was in like a light labor for two and a half days and then it became much more active on the third day um, yeah like I wouldn't want to be going to see someone who was like okay well it's been 48 hours and like you're not progressing so we need to give you pitocin like that to me is my worst nightmare yeah um, absolutely so like not wanting to do that um I don't like not or feeling like you know they're really like I just wanted to be able to like tap into myself as much as I could and be present with my own mind body spirit um for the birthing process and not on somebody else's schedule not in a different environment like I guess that's a huge a huge part of it it's just like all that feels like it's not me like fluorescent lights white walls like knowing that in a different wing are people who are like sick and dying like all of that I just didn't want to deal with um right. yeah I don't know so those were like I it just felt right I guess also like it just felt like stripped down and cleaner and clearer and like I could be in control, I guess. Um, yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, I, yeah, I like totally understand and agree. I just, I feel like there's so many people who don't have that like trust in themselves that they can do it. You know? Yeah. Right. Um, it's true. And like, I, yeah, just definitely know people who are like, I don't want to feel a thing. Um, right. Like, that is a huge, you know, the the drugs, getting an epidural, I think is a huge make or break. Or people want to know that the option is there. I guess with Seb, with this time, I've ha almost had more insecurities. But I really feel like a lot of that was because I was just, like, so focused on school that I didn't get to focus on being pregnant the way I wanted to. And I think it, like allowed my insecurities about it or like anxiety about being pregnant 
just like the normal ones that you have, but it let them like breed a little bit more. Um, but like with Seb, I just had this like very pure confidence the whole time that like everything was going to be fine. And I refuse to believe otherwise. <laughs> um, that's, that's huge. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, it made it really easy. Cause like, I just never went to the place in my mind of like neonatal resuscitation. Like, I don't even need to know about that. Cause it's not going to happen. Like right. I just didn't allow those thoughts at all to creep in. Um, in terms of the epidural, I felt like, I mean, I think it's weird. I feel like that's why people tear. Like, how can you have to perform such a huge task and not feel it? That's so, like, you don't know what your body needs. You don't know, like, right. if you need to be in a different position because you can't even move. Like, that's so, <laughs> it just seems so wrong to me. Yeah. Um, so I can't, yeah, I, like, have a hard time sympathizing with that a little bit. Maybe I'm, like, one more one end of the spectrum. But, yeah, that's I, that's a huge thing. And I think, like, when it does hurt, like, it obviously hurts. But then you get a baby at the end, which is, like, the sweetest reward. I felt like it was a rite of passage. Um, and I feel like everyone before me did it. So there's no reason to think that I can't handle it because my body was made to do it. And if people hadn't done it, I wouldn't be here. That's, yeah, so true. So... Yeah, that was definitely my mindset. Like, I remember feeling probably, like, as he was about to crown. <laughs> um, and, like, everything gets really, there's just, like, a lot of pressure. I remember thinking, like, <laughs> I, I saw that thing on the internet the other day that was, like, the human body can feel up to 45 units of pain and childbirth is, like, 57 or can be up to 57 and it's the equivalent of getting, like, 20 bones fractured in your body or something. Something oh ridiculous. <laughs> so I was like, no, I don't know, like, if I, like, I guess. I, I can't even imagine what that would feel like. But I remember thinking about, like, I felt like my hip bones were being, like, just pulled apart, pushed apart, whatever, on a level that was, like, I know what's happening. And that's exactly what it feels like right now. <laughs> and I was thinking about... um like, I so vividly remember thinking about how in, like, Roman times, like, one of the ways that they would kill people was, like, tying an arm and a leg to different, like, horse carts and, like, pulling their body apart. Yeah. and That's uh, what it feels like. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was like, no, that has to be worse than this. <laughs> I was like, my body's still attached. Like, that would be worse. Um, but... <laughs> must be kind of like this must be like what that felt like before you got to the point of being literally ripped apart <laughs> like this is intense you know it's exactly what you think it's gonna feel like uh, or more um but then I was like okay but my grandma did this three times and she was still sweet yeah so I was like, okay, like here we go and I did it I don't know like it's just like you get to that point and there's literally only one way to go from there yeah, there's no going back at that point. <laughs> right. So it's like it gets so intense and like, I don't know, it was just really, it was a lot. And then it's literally just over like quick. Like, you know, you get the head out and then they just like slide out the rest of the way. And it just mm -hmm. feels like you've been more constipated than you could ever imagine for nine months. And then you just took a huge poop and it just is like the biggest relief. And That's you get awesome. a baby out of it. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, 
nothing wrong with that. It was like the then it feels fine, and you're so like everything hurt so bad that like nothing hurts after that because you're numb. So like, it really wasn't that. Yeah, I don't know. It's not that bad, and I do feel like when I talk to people about home births, I have to remind them that like on some level, your body is pumping out drugs. It's not. Yeah. Like, I'm standing there and someone just walks up to me when I'm not expecting it and like cuts my arm. That would really hurt. But that's right. not your state when you're giving birth. Like you, I remember reading afterwards um, in a, I don't know, online somewhere that was comparing giving birth to tripping. And yeah. I was like, oh, like that makes so much sense to me because it is kind of like that like you're really out of it I remember walking past the windows which like the blinds were sort of down but I didn't have pants on and just think like it occurred to me that like I didn't give a shit at all that I didn't have pants on but like my normal self would <laughs> so there's like, <laughs> like that. you're just like not in your normal state like I don't know are you and then every time you leave a room or I don't know, like, there's different phases of labor, and I felt like every time I switched positions, every time I switched rooms in the house or whatever, it was going through a different, like, period of labor. I was only going one way, and I could never go back, and I feel like that's the part to me that reminded me of tripping, yeah. um, where you just sort of, like, no matter how magical or great something feels, at some point it ends, and then you have no choice but to keep moving forward. Uh, and that sort of was how, like, my labor with Seb was, where, like, I sat on the toilet for, like, 40 minutes because I was convinced I had to poop, but I couldn't do it. And, like, I couldn't move. I couldn't get off the toilet. And then, like, all of a sudden I was done and I had to move and I, like, it was so uncomfortable to be there. And then I showered for an hour. And then when I was done showering, I was totally done showering and I didn't want to be in the shower anymore. And it was over. But for that hour that I was in the shower it felt great and magical and that was the perfect place to be. So it definitely like has a certain progression. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like your, your body just like responds to it. Like you'll release the hormones you need to in order to like combat whatever's going on. Right. Exactly. And so like being able, like that to me, was really nice about having the home birth. It's just being able to do that at your leisure, not hooked up to anything, no one's like, okay, well, I need to check on you now because now's when I have time. Like, that doesn't exist. Um, and so that was really awesome. And then when I got into the tub, like, my eyes opened and I realized how, like, much I felt like I was sedated. But yeah. I, until that moment, I didn't really, like, I sort of, like, woke up a little bit more before I started pushing. Um and, like, I realized at that moment that I was, like, not my normal self, even though I wasn't on anything and I didn't have anything in my system and I didn't have an epidural or whatever. So it became very clear to me, like, how much your body has its own stuff that it has to use. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah. Which I think is, like, I don't know. That's, like, yeah, it's a birth is such, like, a big thing and I feel like it's a thing for you and the baby like it like even the whole pregnancy like there was many times sort of in the beginning where I was thinking like I don't know what this is gonna be like said to me the preg my pregnancy and birth and 
you know, first, especially the first two and this whole time, really. But like, I guess the whole time I can't even separate it. But everything was having said, like, I can see as I move forward and then look back how much of like a transformation for the both of us that was like a pregnancy of my own sort of self becoming more of a woman, um, more independent, more sure of myself than, you know, birthing him and feeling like, okay, I did that. Like I had a home birth. I had a natural birth. I made what I want happen, happen. Um, and then yeah, it's incredible. Like, it's like, what yeah. I feel like it's the most powerful thing. And like, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of the the bullshit I feel like I carry around and like most of us do of just like feeling insecure about yourself or like having bad body image or whatever. I feel like all of that just kind of has to melt away when you give birth because everything is so much bigger than that. Right, exactly. And so I think like and obviously like it happens in levels, not to say that like you don't still feel insecure or whatever, but there's Yeah something more important than you whatever but yeah bigger that you start to realize um and I think even like even like the past year or two with Seb or since I left his dad really and like having to figure out who I was as a mom yeah now independent of his father like not having to check things or like run things by him not having to like, that was a challenge, like, getting to the point where I felt I can trust my own decisions and not want to second-guess them and not be like, is that good, though? Like, nobody's here to check me. Like, sometimes I want that, I guess, but, like, with friends or I have my mom that I can talk to. But for the most part, like, getting to that point where you feel comfortable even in that and then getting to the point, I think, where you can, like it's easy to not stick up for yourself sometimes in certain situations or just like not speak up because it's easier. But I think when you have a kid who can't speak for themselves, who can't defend themselves, whatever, it becomes that much more important to speak up for them because they don't have that voice. Like you have to advocate for them. Um, And like finding my own voice to do that and being comfortable and definitely through trial and error through being in situations that make me kind of uncomfortable and then realizing like wait a second there's no time as a mom that I need to be uncomfortable with what my kid's doing like why do I why am I like stuffing this feeling of being uncomfortable to be polite to someone else right that doesn't help anything and they're not going to do the same thing for me so like why would I even try um so get like reaching that point um, and then figuring out how to communicate with people that like you like or you don't like what they're doing or, you know, that's OK. That's not OK to do. Go wash your hands before you do that. Like whatever it is, I think finding that voice and that comfort with them has been really like beneficial for me as an adult. Definitely. Um, but so that process I don't know and then like so understanding I think like having seen that with myself and Seb over the last five years and understanding that that will happen this time but I can't see in what ways it's happening as it's happening um, has been interesting and then even to start looking back at it now towards the end of my pregnancy 
and being like, okay, but I've already proven so much to myself that like I'm capable of doing this or, you know, finding my voice. <laughs> okay. Seb's really into soccer right now. That's fun. Um, yeah, so I don't know, like, that whole, that whole process to me is, like, really special, magical. The birthing, the physical birthing part of that, well, obviously, like, just makes it. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to be any less present than I possibly can be, you know, or I'd want to be as present as possible, I guess. Um, yeah. Because it feels like just another level of like bridging that gap between spiritual and physical realms or whatever yeah you're like going yeah I just think that's totally true it's just such a huge huge shift like beyond just this like thing that happens (laughs) right right exactly so I don't like all of it ties in together I think that's what makes home birth so special, I guess, is it gets to just be a part of everything else you're doing in sort of your own same way. You're not hot. Okay. Yeah, I I like that a lot. I like that idea of just, it's really nice. <laughs> I think I'll, even if you have like a natural birth in the hospital, I feel like it's just the act of being there that totally interrupts it. And you don't really get to have as much of that as you do at home. Right. Definitely. And I think like, um, just even thinking like to me, a huge thing is like, I don't have to think about when to go to the hospital. Right. And you don't have to have that like anxiety. Right. Of like, am I going to make it? I don't have to sit in the car while I'm in labor. You're not going earlier because you don't want to sit in the car when you're more active in labor. Like whatever. Because they're like, yeah, you can wait until the last possible second. But like, I don't want to be trying to get from the parking lot to the hospital. Yeah. Like when you're pushing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It just seems like all that feels like a big interference. Definitely. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. My friend who's pregnant now is having a hospital birth. And it's hard. Like, she lives sort of out there in Colorado. So I think it's hard because it was hard to find a midwife who would deliver at home within a, like, commutable distance from her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, even for them, like, they can labor in the tub, but they can't birth in the tub. Like, I wouldn't want any of those. Like, I want, like, maybe I won't birth in the tub. Maybe I'll just labor in it. If that's what feels right, that's fine. Yeah, but you'll have the space to, like, make that choice. Exactly. And I think, like, that to me is the most important part. (laughs) Good job. Yeah. So, (laughs) I don't know. All of that. It just seems really counterintuitive to me to have a hospital birth well i i'm excited for you i think it's gonna be amazing thanks i hope that it's not a lot of people are like oh your second baby is way faster and as much as like i hope it's an easy and slippery delivery i'm not rushing it like seb i was in labor for three days total say Mm -hmm. two days were like 
period cramps, like manageable, just uncomfortable, but I knew he was coming. And then one day it was more intense. And like, I felt ready by the time I had him, like I knew he was coming. I felt prepared. Um, I had time to like do all the last minute things that I wanted to. I don't know. It just felt like yeah, my and to like process to it. Up. Yeah, exactly. And like, I don't like I even more want that this time. I think because I'll sort of be able to have the time to like sit and meditate or like envision yeah. how you want. Like, I don't want to rush through that. I mean, whatever happens, happens. But like, if it was four hours. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, that was fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I think that's a really valid point. Like, it always sounds like, oh, four hours would be great. Like, then you don't have to feel pain for so long. But right. I think it's, like, really intense to have a birth like that because you just don't have the time to, like, adjust to the fact that it's happening. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I think to, like, and to sort of collect the people. I mean, so the idea is that, um, this father will be here for the birth. We'll see. He's up in Boston, okay. so it will be a uh, a little bit of coordinating for him um, to get down here, or whatever. But like, I do want like it would be nice to me that he has the time to like make it down if that's what I want. You know what I mean? And like, same yeah. for my mom. I like said that if he's in school, like we're not rushing to get him home because I'm in like. A, I just don't want any of that. Like, the midwife's coming from an hour away. I have a friend who I would love to be here if she can. Um, so, sort of, like, all that. Like, just to give it time and to, like, not, whatever. Just to be able to, like, go through those phases. To be able to move in whatever ways that I need to move. So, like, like I really want to dance for a little bit. <laughs> so, to yeah. be able to take that time to do all those things and, like figure out what feels good and just sort of experiment with it. Like I'm all here for So Yeah. To like know. actually I, really enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't just like push through the, all the emotions of it and, and just experience it fully. Um, and way more freely. I think like I have that option this time, whether it's going outside, whether it's going for a walk, like, I don't have to drive somewhere to take a nice walk. I can just, like, go outside in the backyard and take a walk. Uh, right. Yeah, you'll be so able just, to move like, so much more freely. Yeah, so I'm, like, looking forward to that. So I don't without the speedy delivery at all. <laughs> Not that it needs to be super long, but just, like, a good amount of time would be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can have all those, like, experiences. Yeah, so we'll see. But that's what I'm intending i hope it's a day like today i know that's exactly what i want to <laughs> like i feel like today is a good birthing day right it would be perfect totally are you having a doula as well or is it just a midwife it's just a midwife but she'll bring an assistant um, cool so there'll be two people have you met the assistant i haven't we're trying to coordinate she was supposed to, where we were supposed to do that Monday, um, but then my midwife has, like, a few births early this month, so one happened at the beginning of the week, one's happening today, um, so that's good. I hope, like, that those get out of the way, and then she can rest in between that and this one. Um, yeah. 
And yeah, I so hopefully we'll be able to meet her. If not, I can't remember. There's like these two midwives that lives in Wareham and they deliver on the cape. And I was somehow thinking that that might be the assistant, but I so okay. if that's the case, I've at least met her once. If it's someone else, then I didn't meet them. <laughs> but we'll see. Okay. Well, um, is there anything else you want? I feel like I'm taking up a ton of your time. <laughs> no, I mean, we're good. I'm just chilling. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. No, not in particular, I don't think. If you have any other questions, ask away. But... I- I don't think so. I, th- I, I love hearing about your pregnancy. I feel like you just have such a good way about all of this. And I've loved like being able to see it all on the Instagram. I think <laughs> I know it's been for yourself, but it's been like really cool to see. Thanks. Thanks. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I'm happy to sh- obviously share it in, in that sense. Other people can take what they want from it or whatever, but yeah, I'm glad. Thank you. Um, yeah, absolutely that and no it's my pleasure to talk to you it's fun I do I love it I like being and I'm ha- I'm happy to like be in this state because I feel like I wasn't enjoying my pregnancy as fully as I would have loved to while in school which is fine because I also have a five-year-old and was doing school but um right. I'm happy to have the time. like I'm genuinely I enjoy being pregnant so I think it's yeah, I'm happy to talk about it. It's nice. That's awesome. I'm glad that you do. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Everyone's different, but I think it's just a really magical, transformative time. So Yeah, it seems like it is. Especially, I mean, just hearing it from you, it's like, oh, I can't wait to do that. <laughs> right. I know. I know. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Veronique. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for listening, and please, please, please give me some feedback. Um, I'd love to see a review on iTunes or hear from you and know what you're thinking about things, so let me know. Have a lovely day, and thank you for being a part of this.